Take a look up at the sky on our side Why? Might as well Might as well Might as well Might as well Hey everyone, it's Trey, aka Flo And Colin And this is the Epiphany Show Um... Few announcements as usual. Um, thank you again for watching last week's um, episode. We uh, I think it was a really good one, and I got some good feedback on it. So thank you for that. Um, regarding the text um, newsletter that I was talking about, I didn't get to that yet. Um, I will get to that this week. Um, but then next week we got a surprise coming, so stay on tune for that. Anyways, should we get started? Yeah. So uh, today's topic is community. Um, just talking about all things community, you know, how to find your place, um, you know, how to be a good good member of community, what types of community there are. So, you know, we have a few, few things prepared, but I mean, today is kind of just, you know, free whatever, flowing. free flowing, whatever comes to mind. Yeah. So let's get into it. Um, first, we'll start with the the definition of community is a group of people living in the same place or having a particular characteristic in common. So that can be like, you know, I think about like a, the addiction community. That's a big one for us. Just going to groups and all that kind of stuff. Maybe AA for some other people. Or I think about college. College is a huge community for people. Um, my brother, he plays football. So, you know, his football team. So, you know, all those kinds of things can mm -hmm. be different types of community. Um, kind of where I wanted to go with it. Um, something that I've always struggled with. Um, I've been getting better at it is just finding my community. Um, because I've always just struggled a lot with just like feeling like I fit in. Um, there's a lot of factors that play into that, but I think one thing you do got to realize about community is it's all about, it's not all about the individual, but it starts with the individuals. Think what I think what I would say, because if you're all individually proficient in something or all individually um, working towards a common goal, it's a much better community than if you're all, you know, doing things on your own and all that kind of stuff. So you got to do it for yourself, but also for the community. Um, I think that's a big piece of it. That I kind of wanted to touch on. Do you have yeah, anything related yeah, to that? Um, so for those of you who don't know, um, me and him go to a like a thing called Grace Abounds, but it's just, you know, community centered around addiction and Christ. Mm -hmm. Um, and last week, uh, Justin talked about the body of Christ, um, in the Bible and how, um, we are all members of the body and how can, you know, like, can the, the hand say to the ear that I don't need you? Mm -hmm. No. Uh, now we all are different parts of the body, yeah. but we work together for the common good of Christ. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, I totally get what you're saying with that. We all have different talents, whatever, but as long as we were working towards the same goal mm -hmm. or means to an end. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it all, yeah. It all works together. And there was a second definition on there. If you wouldn't mind reading yeah. that. Uh huh. Um, um second, um, a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. Yes. The sense of community that organized religion can provide. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one a lot as well. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so the first one is the scientific community. Yes. The second one is the religious community. Okay. Straight yeah. up of Google. <laughs> Straight up of Google, yeah. <laughs> Thanks to our uh, source. Um, yeah, like the church, especially for me because I grew up in the church. I think you grew up in the church kind of as well. Um, huge sense of community, you know, that's just like... I know a lot of people do feel outcasted, you know, from that community. I will say that. Um, but if you find the right church, find the right people, you know, the church can be a really great community to be in. Just just because, you know, people who are following Jesus and people who are really about it, they're, they're usually good people. You know, sometimes they're not. I will say that. But... For the most part, they're usually good people, you know, doing good things and they're always there to help. That's one thing I've realized about the church communities that I'm in. I think about that time when I had to move my friend out of her apartment. It's like, you guys were all there to help me move. Yeah. You know, I did. I asked some other friends and they weren't there not to knock them or anything. But I think about the church. They always step up for things like that. Like, like the first time I really met you. Too, yeah, wow, for, for real. real. Yeah. And like I even think about my dad, he'll have something that he'll need to do and he'll always call upon his Bible study guys and they'll always be there, you know, because they're dependent. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And I think it's just the sense of. Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Dependable, um, dependable, but it's also servanthood. Mm -hmm. I think people in the church are really focused on just serving other people. Laying down your life. Yep. Which you don't see yeah. a lot in all types of community, I will say. Yep. Um, yeah. Do you have anything with that? Um, I want to speak to the outcast part of the church. Mm -hmm. I'm just like community just made me feeling like you don't belong or whatnot. Yeah. I tend to feel like that um, often. Um, and I know I've struggled with that a lot more in the past. I'm just like looking at people like they may be better than me. Mm -hmm. Um, like they have their life figured out. And I don't, yep. um, like they are going to be better off than me. Um, and like also just feeling like, you know, they may not struggle the way I struggle. Yeah. And That's I think I'm coming to terms where like everybody has skeletons everybody, in their closet. Everybody. Um, some people are just not as open and upfront about it, but mm -hmm. I think that's one thing that the church could 100% grow on is like showing, uh, how maybe fallen they are. Yep. Um, cause I, I think a big part of the stigma of church is like, we are, our Christians is like, we're perfect or we think mm -hmm. we're perfect. Um, but I never feel perfect ever. Yeah. And that causes, you know, a lot of distress, but it's like, what am I going to do with that feeling? It used to be like using drugs mm -hmm. or, you know, parties, whatnot. I still have struggles in certain areas, but, um, ultimately like Christ is the only thing that's going to fill that hole or make me perfect or, uh, sanctify me. Um, and anyways, yeah. So I just think that's one thing that like community could grow in is like, being open and honest about their struggles mm -hmm. so that people don't turn an eye to us or like that stigma is broken. Of like, yeah. We don't think we're perfect individuals. The whole point of us believing in this God is because we know we're not. Perfect. Yeah. You know, it's, I think it turns a lot of people off for sure. And that might be the world's mm -hmm. view of us. I don't know if we really go out there and like proclaim that screaming up the mm -hmm. rooftops, but I do think there are a lot of people who act that way for sure. You know, mm -hmm. and it's just not helpful. Yeah. And this is what I always say to people who struggle with that aspect of the church is I say like the thing about Christianity and the actual religion 
when you're in it, it's about the people, but I wouldn't judge it on the people. Yeah. I would judge it on the word of God. I yeah. would judge it on the Bible. I would judge it on your experiences with yeah. God because people will fail you every single I, time. Yeah, I was just about to say. Yeah. So like, like you said, they'll look, maybe act like they're perfect, try to look like they're perfect, but they're not. And that's yeah. just the fact of the matter because we are sinners. So people who look at like, oh, this pastor did this. Well, like, yeah, he's a human yeah. and humans mess up and sure the hell to a higher standard. I do agree with that, but you can't judge the entire religion and Body. Christianity on that, on yeah. just those um, people. Yeah. Because like I said, people will fail every single time. And like you said, that's why we need God. Yeah. Because <laughs> I fail so much. <laughs> and it's like, my pastor just gave a sermon on that. That's really the, the telltale. If you are a Christian, if you can admit that you are wrong, admit that you, you know, are a sinner and confess it to God, it's that's, faithful. that's how you know, true. because the people who can't do that aren't real Christians. And that's just, it's a hard pill to swallow for a lot of Christians, but it's true. If you can't admit and confess your sins, yeah, then you're not a real Christian. And it's, <laughs> I like, I don't know. Sorry. I, I, I didn't want to get too like coming at you because I struggle with it too. This It's like the same thing I was just saying, like, I'm not perfect either. So I don't want to say that to say like, you're not a Christian. I am type thing. But he just preached on that uh, yesterday and it was just like huge for me. Like, wow, that's, and I'm reading this other book called Not a Fan. And it talks about just how, um, kind of going a little off the beaten trail here, but just about how a lot of people are introduced to the gospel through, um, just kind of like a, like a watered down version, you know, they yeah. like the prosperity gospel. Have you heard of that? You yeah. know, just like Great believe in God and you'll get good things. Blessings, or, yeah. yeah like, you, um, just you do the sinner's prayer, then your life will be good. And that's yeah. not the gospel. You're supposed to struggle. You're supposed to go through it. You're supposed to be vocal with your faith. You're supposed to do all of those things. And I think a lot of American Christians don't do that. Yeah. And they think they're Christians and they're going to get to the, the gates of heaven. He's going to say, get away from me. I never knew you. And that's, and that's, I say that to warn you. I don't say that to say you're not a Christian because that scares me because I know some people who are in a lot of lip service and I'm like, I don't, I don't say this to like condemn yeah. them. I say this cause I'm scared. I want you in heaven with me. I want you to, you know, be, be there with me. So Sorry, I don't mean to get off the beaten trail even more, but I just, nah, I, I don't know. I, I've, I, real. Especially as of lately, I've just been, there's a few people I've been particularly scared for. Where I'm just like, I I don't think you 100% understand it. And I'm not one to say like, if you're a Christian or not. I'm just saying yeah. from what I learned yesterday, from what I learned in the book, you know, and it's the same thing for me. Sometimes my life doesn't look like a Christian and I need to check myself. <laughs> and going back to community. That's what community is for to yeah. check you in things. And I'm almost, I'm almost convicted right now to like reach, not, not to condemn those people, but reach out to them and maybe just have a conversation. So that's what the podcast is for, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I don't like take offense, but like, if you do feel a sense of mm -hmm. conviction, like from what he's saying, that's a, it's probably a good thing. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't turn a blind eye to it. hundred percent. Yeah. Should we go somewhere else? Yeah. Um, I think you had a good next one. How do you utilize community? I think exactly what we're kind of talking about is like yeah. honesty. Mm -hmm. Um, 
no matter what you're in, if you're an addict or whatnot, then like being open and honest about your struggles. Like, Hey, like I was really tempted to go to the bar last night, but guess what? Mm-hmm. I didn't. Or like, Hey, I drank last night, mm-hmm. you know, being honest. And then they can point you in the right direction with your faith. Hey, I'm struggling yeah. with lust, but I like to, I like to talk to girls or like, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like whatever it may be, um, being honest. And then like, if you're honest, they can be honest with you and, especially if they struggled in that same area, which is mm-hmm. helpful about like, you know, certain community groups, kind of like you were talking about, yeah. gamer groups or baseball, whatever it is. Like you have a common um, mind, yeah. common interest, um, and maybe like a relatable past. Um, then it can be of more service to you than going to talk to someone about this and that when they've never experienced that, mm-hmm. you know, they can't really speak from a place of experience or understanding. Yeah, definitely accountability, mm-hmm. I would say, is one of the biggest things for community. Um, and I think just like, I don't want to say a sense of purpose, but maybe a sense of belonging. Yeah. Um, kind of like you were talking about, me and you both kind of have struggled with just like not feeling like you fit in anywhere. Huh. But when you do find that, it feels amazing. For sure. Like, I'm I'm also at the point where it's like, I realize that I don't exactly need that yeah. because I, I find my peace in God and all that kind of stuff. But having that is such an amazing feeling that I can just like, you know, there's always those people I can rely on and there's always those people I can tell the real honest truth about. That's yeah. why I like, I tried going to a different group on Tuesdays and it's just not the same, bro. Like I miss, I miss yeah. my, I miss my grace of balance group. I can just be honest and I can just, you know, they, they know my history and all that kind of stuff. And not to say that it's bad to branch out in groups, but yeah. you know, you just get, I think comfortability is a big part of that. That's also um, huge. It's just, I'm much more inclined to tell you guys and that group about something than a whole new group, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think you can grow into that with groups, but that's just a big piece of it where you can utilize it. Just being comfortable to express yourself. You don't have to hide yourself. You can be yourself. Yeah. And yeah, sorry. No, no, you're fine. I was just going to say like, um, there's certain people I really feel like I can be myself. And there's certain people I feel like I have to like, hi. Uh huh. And I've, I feel like I've been hiding like most of my life, which is sad part. But, you know, once I really did like, like even you, bro, especially like, that's one thing that was like coming out of my past relationship was just like, how am I going to find someone where I can be myself with? Because that was one of the first times I really felt like I was consistently myself, you know, not to say that I never was before that, but like every time we were together, I was like, wow, I feel like me. And I would yeah. like, I'm just saying this on the podcast, bro. You've not to say it like that, but you fill that void, bro. Like, I feel like I can be myself with you. Bro. <laughs> me too, bro. I can just chill. I a friend closer worry. than a brother, right? Yeah, like literally, real, bro. bro. And I yeah. think that's, that's just amazing thing about our relationship that yeah. I love. So I just, that's what it should, bro. I, I know 100%, <laughs> bro. Hey, you guys all know me calling everybody's now. Like, no, nah, but like, no real talk. That's super sweet. And genuineness yeah. goes a long way in my book. Mm-hmm. And I think we both, even like, as we were getting to know each other, just like talking about past traumas in relationships, whether it was mm-hmm. a girlfriend or friends, or, like people have heard us. Like, I think we just had a mutual understanding of like, you're 100 with me, but I'm going to be yeah. 100 with you. And that's like, just what it should be. Mm-hmm. And, um, doesn't matter what type of relationship it's just, I think, uh, yeah, it's just genuineness. And I think that goes back to the groups too. It's like how genuine are they towards you or how genuine do you feel or open you can be with them? And, mm-hmm. 
yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but no. Mm-hmm. I'm in a, yeah, just relating to that, I'm in a, a group on Thursday nights and one of the questions they always ask you is, have you lied to anyone this week? And I love yeah. that question yeah. because it's like, dang, am I lying? Like inadvertently uh-huh. or like- Or like, or am I lying to them? You know, you, you can just like, you know, it kind of gives you that second chance to be honest. And I like that yeah. because that's another thing I struggle with a lot too is honesty. Like I'm starting to get, better at it but in my earlier years i was a liar bro yeah they, they also talk about that in the in the thursday group you know they say i'm a recovering addict but i'm also a recovering liar because yeah. that comes with addiction and yeah so i think tying this all together honesty is a huge part to utilize um groups and yep. to um and it helps you be honest with yourself mm-hmm. because that's what i learned is because if you're not honest to yourself you're not gonna be honest to other people and that's the first, especially if you struggle with honesty, that's the first place you got to get honest is with yourself. Yeah. And a lot of people don't like that because, and that's another thing relating to the thing, uh, the sermon last, uh, yesterday, he was just talking about like, yeah, a lot of you aren't honest with yourselves. And I think that is one of the most important things you can grow into. Yeah. Um, one of the most important things I've grown into. Yeah, I think people in general just very, I think, uh, I might have read something, but regardless, we are very good at lying to ourselves, Mm -hmm. which is like really weird because like, you know, (laughs) yeah, but you can start to believe a lie for sure, even when you know, and Mm -hmm. it just becomes your truth. And it's really strange how that works. I don't know if that's just indwelling sin or what, I don't know what that is, but we are, yeah, we're more likely to lie to ourselves and then it just becomes easier to try to lie because mm-hmm. in order to get someone else to believe a lie, you have to believe the lie yourself. It's kind of just how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. Honesty. And I think it also, it's also a cycle. Cause I wouldn't say I was lied to by my parents at all, but, um, I think there's maybe instances in my early life where things maybe felt like a lie. So, you know, you kind of get used to that and then you take on that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's almost a cycle of, you know, you have heard lies and then you lie. And then, it, you know, I think that's another yeah. piece of it that's that funny. why so many people are, um, why it's so easy to lie to some people or lie to themselves. Um, yeah. Uh, I got another one how we can go off on. Sure. Um, how... My mom brought this up because I was telling her about the uh, the topic this week and she was giving me some feedback. But um, maybe something we can talk about is how do you be a good member of a community? And yeah. What does that look like? Or even saying just like, how do you be a good friend? Because um, that's, you know, also a sense of community as well. So, I mean, if you have anything on that. Yeah. Uh, the first thing that popped in my head was kind of with that genuineness is the golden rule, right? Mm-hmm. Like do unto others as you would want done unto yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's super cliche, but like, if you can put that into practice, it'll go a long way. And mm-hmm. I, I promise like if you're connecting with the right people, they will recognize it. And even if people aren't kind and genuine to you still do the same thing. And yeah. the Bible talks about that. That is revenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, do not take revenge for revenge is mine, but this might not even be the same verse. I might be, connecting to but he does talk about by being kind when they hate when people hate you you are heaping burning coals in their head mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like yeah that's your revenge right yeah and it's kind of this it's like it's like when you're super angry at someone but they're steady and calm mm-hmm. you want them to react you mm-hmm. want them to be angry you want them to 
feel the same emotions that you're feeling because uh, misery loves company. My mom always says that. Yeah. And it's just kind of what it is. But like, if you, yeah, if you can do unto others as you would like done unto you, like, I, I think you're, you'll be all right. Yeah, um, for sure. And it may not always be reciprocated, but whatever. And they probably just don't belong. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Yeah. I was going to say kindness as well. Yeah. Um, I think because a lot of people get kindness and niceness mixed up because I think niceness and kindness are very different. Um, Explain, similar. Please. I think niceness is a lot of time fake. I think yeah. it's like, Minnesota I think about, nice. I was just going to say that I think about Minnesota nice, you know what it really is? It's just passive aggressive. A lot In of a times. Sense. I think yeah. it just gets you to not say what you want to say because you're nice. Yeah. And I think kindness is being able to speak the truth in love. I think kindness yeah. is, you know, telling them what they need to hear, but also doing it in a way that is easy to hear. You know what I mean? I think it's more than just, Hey, you look good today or whatever. You know, I think niceness can, it can go a long way, but kindness goes a lot longer, especially in friendships. Um, and it's just like, uh, my, I had a friend who would always say that, you know, she, she hated nice people. I was just like, what does that even mean? But I finally understand it because a lot of times nice people are fake. And it's just the fact of the matter. Um, So is it kind of, can I give an example? Yeah. Like, how's your day going really quick, right? And Mm -hmm. then you're just like, good. Mm -hmm. But they don't truly want to know. Like kindness would be like taking the time out of your day to sit down Mm -hmm. and be like, yo, like tell me. Like I can tell something's wrong. Let me know what's going on instead Mm -hmm. of like kind of like taking good as an answer and like going on. You know who's the kindest person I know, bro? Becky from church. Becky, Becky. Come on, you know Becky. Regardless, um, <laughs> we'll talk about that. You'll see, you'll, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> she's just the girl, bro. Okay. <laughs> anyway, like gen- she genuinely cares. Yeah, bro. Yeah. She just she's just always like like when she says, "How are you doing?" It's just always like a. It's not like a "How you doing?" You know. Yeah. It's like a. Dang, I can How like, you, like really unleash to her. Yeah. You know, I can be honest, and she's just good at that. But yeah. you, you'll you'll know her if you see her, okay, for sure. Um, but yeah, another thing I would say is just being a good friend or being a good community um, member of community. Um, I would just say, as we were saying before, definitely honesty, um, integrity, and I think just integrity. Uh, yeah. Well, I had something in my head and I totally lost it. <laughs> um, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. But yeah, honesty, integrity. Those are some big ones I'm working on right now. Um, shoot. What was it, bro? I hate when that happens. What is helpful about uh, having a community of your own? Hey, um, I, I think all of these are kind of going to have like similar so, answers. Yeah, for sure. Um, but just kind of going back to like having the community, like there's, I mean, if you guys know me, like, you know, I struggle with mental health and I think most mm-hmm. people in this generation kind of do sad to say, but, um, like days that just really feel sad, like a Monday or a Tuesday, whatever, I may feel really sad, but then I go to two, two, two and I like feel so encouraged mm-hmm. or like grace abounds and be able to talk and be honest and like, Hey, like this guy's got some dirt going on in his life too. Like, dang, I'm not alone. And mm-hmm. like, Oh, you relate to this or like, dang, you felt like this too. And like, I'm over here worrying about this. And it's like, well, like getting that, I mean, we're supposed to bear each other's burdens Mm -hmm. and like laugh with those who laugh and like weep with those who weep. Right. And, um, yeah, I just, I just think 
everybody needs a community. I don't care whether it's like you, you like playing ping pong or like you like to shoot guns or whatever it may be. Like mm-hmm. if you have someone you can share something with, like, or uh, let me say this, it, it says in the word of God, like it is not good for man to be alone. And when he says man, he doesn't literally mean like only men, like humans. It is not mm-hmm. good for you to isolate. It is not good for you to be by yourself. Like have get some friends. Like, mm-hmm. If you like drinking coffee and reading books, like find a book club and like drink coffee with people and like mm-hmm. you will notice a change in your life. And all of this doesn't necessarily have to surround just toward, or is, it isn't um, necessarily like aimed towards Christians. Like, yeah, if you're a Christian, you understand community maybe better than some people. Mm-hmm. If you, even if you're not a Christian, well, like there's community out there. So um, I think a big part of it is just like, getting outside yourself and like experiencing maybe somebody else's life or viewpoint on life. And then maybe you have a better understanding of your own. Yeah. I will say that verse is about marriage. The, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but you're, you're right. right. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was well in Genesis too. Uh, he sure. said that it's not good for me. Uh huh. Which, or, I mean, that's, is a community yes. at the end of the day yeah. you you get with a wife or a husband and then you create a family that's a community and that's where i wanted to go today is one thing that was really evident to me when i was working through just our pre-study for this or whatever you want to call it was my family is my biggest sense of community yeah. they've always been there for me through everything i've been through they're always i can always fall back on them they're always honest with me mm-hmm. they're always kind to me no matter what no matter how much i've done to them and like if you guys are watching this i just want to say the biggest thank you to for always loving me always accepting me and just being a great family because I do realize not a lot of people have that as well. And I'm so blessed to have the family I have. Yeah. And so just in terms of community, that is my strongest sense of community because they're my rocks. They're my everything. They, they've been through a lot with me and they've stayed through a lot with me, you know? So I just wanted to say that family is the biggest sense of community you have. And if you don't have a good relationship with your family, that's okay. You know, not, not everybody does, but at the end of the day, it is blood. So, I mean, maybe not for me, but it's different. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're watching this, thank you. Uh, also, because I have completely, um, felt loved by you guys also and mom and obviously dad and, and all of my father figures, Jason, Kyle, brothers, I love you all. You guys have been very patient yeah. and loving towards me also. And yeah, Adam's family, you guys are awesome. Like you guys, mm-hmm. yeah, everybody is just, um, yeah, very loving. And, and that's what I also love yeah. about families, bro, is they're always so inviting. Like I think about my family with yeah. you and like, bro, you're part of the family now. Yeah, bro, and I feel that, bro. <laughs> and like, I, like I, met, I remember meeting your mom and it was like the same thing. Yeah. Like she loved on me just as much. Yeah. And it's just like, that's so cool, bro. I love the, I love that feeling you get, you yes. know, just be like, it's, it's again, it's just feeling like you're part of something. Like welcoming, you know? accepted. It's just such an amazing yeah. feeling that you just can't put words to, bro. Yeah. And like, it's just love, bro. Like, it's, it's, it's just love, bro. Like, I can't even. Uh, I'm, I'm just like a. I love love, bro. <laughs> I really do. Whether it's familial, familial is that even a word? Yeah, familial. <laughs> yeah, yeah like family. family love or relationships, friendships, bro. Yeah, it's just such a beautiful. What are thing, like bro. seven types of loves? 
Yeah, and no, uh, 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 something like that. There's agape love. I know that's only God's agape love for love. us. There's filial love. That's brotherly love. Yes. There's um, there's love for like things. So like you know you can love like I love this drink type thing. Um, and then there's a few more. There oh there's relational love. I can't remember what that one's called. I think it's called um, eros. Um, but yeah, I, I have learned about those things before in school. So I know what you're talking about. You can pull them up. Um, I'll keep you all entertained while he finds it. <laughs> no, I was actually trying to see like where community derived from. I thought okay. like commune. Uh-huh. I, I know what a commune is, but I thought commune uh-huh. might've been something, but I was just going to see what, what I stemmed from. Yeah. But I, I didn't find it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want me to look up the loves? I mean, if you want to, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know the names, but I know them. I'm just trying to think of them. But yeah, it's just like, uh, you know, when you feel loved, there's just nothing. There was a question. What was it? Oh, we were playing a game. It's called um, We're Not Really Strangers. I was playing with the intern group I'm yeah. with. And one of the questions was, uh, what does love feel like? And all I could think of was euphoric. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that definitely more for like relational love, I will say. But like, even when like, I don't remember just like the feeling when it was like being reconciled with my family. Like, it was just like, mm, like, just like yeah. euphoric, bro. I love what about that. like tough love? Though? Yeah. You know, and that's something that like I've, uh huh. I've definitely been through that. And yep. it's, I would say in it, a lot of times it's very like, like, it's hard, uh, but it's looking hard. back, but looking back at it, it was, yes. I will literally say it was the greatest thing that ever happened to yeah. me. Um, I left my parents' house about a year ago, a little over a year ago. Um, and you know, it was, it, it, it definitely was like me leaving. I won't say they kicked me out. I do say that sometimes, but I don't think it was even that, but I do think that was the greatest thing they could ever done to me Yeah, because I had to go through it. They, and I think that's what they started to realize is I had to just go run the course of addiction. There was yeah. no other way. And I can, I can imagine how scary that was for them because my friend died and his parents had to do the same thing. And that could have been me. So to actually carry out tough love, I think is probably one of the hardest loves there is yeah. to, to no, express. No one wants to discipline their kid. Uh-huh. Or like, what does it say? Like, um, God disciplines whom we love. Um, yeah. Anyway, it was just a really good thing that it happened, even though it was scary and it was hard for my parents. I know that. So again, thank you to them for everything they do. Yeah. I guess this is just a good time just to say, Oh, my computer's about it. Sorry, I just saw that. But God saves. Um, if you haven't, if you don't believe, if you're questioning about it, reach out to one of us. Um, you know, I'd love to share the gospel with you. I'd love to speak through it with you, um, answer any questions. I could even ask my mom because she knows literally everything. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just, I really want to, you know, one of my goals is just to share the gospel more. Um, so yeah, maybe, uh, maybe I won't do the whole thing last, like I did the other time, but I just want you to know, like, if you want to talk to me, um, there's hope, you know, we, you can, you can experience what we're talking about right now. You know, mm-hmm. you can go to heaven and yeah. So I just wanted to say that because I'm trying to incorporate the gospel into this podcast. So yeah. Thank you guys. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, we're going to end it there. Um, sorry, we had to leave and go to group and drive in community, <laughs> but I had to finish it a little after that. So if you made it to the end, like, and subscribe, um, hit that bell, hit the bell, you know, the vibe, you know, I'll get you all set up for the text thing and be on lookout for next week. Cause we got some big things coming. So, uh, yeah. <laughs>